You're listening to Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with me, Melissa Gonzalez. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with your host, me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, we had Ned Hale with us. Ned is the founder and CEO of Position Imaging, a pioneer in the field of advanced tracking technologies. Under Ned's leadership, Position Imaging has successfully developed an industry-leading tracking solution utilizing computer vision and laser guidance to simplify item delivery and create unique AI-based technologies. These combine to improve logistic efficiencies by providing continuous visibility to product location at any stage in the process. In addition to providing strategic vision for the company, Ned has also closed close to $20 million in funding driving product and application development, and creating a partner ecosystem, including industry leaders in hardware, such as Intel, and software, such as Microsoft and Salesforce, and solution vendors, such as Zebra, and service providers, such as Bell and Howell. So really, you're sitting at the heart of an amazing ecosystem. Ned, thank you so much for being with us today. It's my pleasure to be here. So before we dive in a little bit further, why don't you, I gave a very high level explanation of position imaging, but I know you could do it more justice. So could you tell the audience a little bit more about the company? Sure. Um, so we are a, a quote unquote 14 year old startup, right? We have, uh, we have a long history of developing advanced tracking technologies. Um, we've made a couple pivots along the way, but the, the core was to, uh, like you said in the intro, create a platform that could provide either package product or even person visibility along the logistics chain from A all the way to Z so that we could uh, improve various pain points along the way um, by increasing efficiency, um, speed, and and preventing some delays like even, you know, trying to hunt for packages, for example. So um, we've been very focused and I, I think we took the right approach by Focusing on on tech first, and then um, applying those tech to very you know serious and um, costly problems along logistics. Well, it's definitely an interesting time for you then, because you obviously already had foresight, but nobody could foresee this year and the true transformation that's happening when it comes to logistics um, and the package journey within your. Well, I. I had predicted COVID 10 years ago. You did? Oh, <laughs> I was like, what's next? I need to know immediately. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, tell us, tell us a little bit more about your three main solutions as you have listed on your site. You have um, iPickup, Smart Room Package, and RTLS. Sure. So we started with um, radio tracking technologies. We, we actually have created the most accurate radio tracking technology in the world. It's called 3D Wi-Fi. It was for a a much different use case gaming uh, when we started, but we uh, we adapted that technology um, to cover not just like a living room, but um, across, you know, a million, a million square foot distribution facility, for example. And um, some of the products that we have coming out from that are, I think, very, very interesting for the retail space uh, because we will be able to do things like pairing. Um, and tagging packages or, you know, everything um, all the way through, whether it's dry cleaning packages, uh, delivery orders, staged for curbside. And that's sort of how we got our, our start on our technical journey. And along the way, we realized that uh, there were certain pockets in the logistics cycle that um, packages or products went dark, you know, holding rooms like package rooms or 
the back warehouse space uh, or inventory space of retail stores. And so we developed a very unique AI-based computer vision platform that will essentially provide eyes on um, packages for these. First, we started with Smart Package Room, which is a residential, multi-unit residential uh, package management solution. And from the success of that product, we are bringing that the new solution that we've developed called iPickup to retail, which helps retailers uh, streamline their BOPIS, BOPAC, ship from store, um, their whole e-commerce fulfillment process so we can you know, take the staff out of the out of the mix or provide you know assistance to staff uh, and certainly make the, the the customer journey much much less fric- frictionless as they come to pick up their packages. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the more we talk about, especially everything from pickup to returns, wanting it to be seamless and, and contactless as possible. How are you seeing, you mentioned, you know, with the, there's the residential portion and then there's kind of how you work with commercial, but I feel like with this work from home life, those two worlds are blending so much. How has that impacted how you think of your products offerings and your solutions? Well, we've seen a huge influx in um, e-commerce sales right or since the pandemic i think q1 to q2 there was about a 30 percent increase in uh, e-commerce sales and the problem is that those packages need to need to go somewhere oftentimes to a single location with multi people right multi-unit buildings and so um the sheer volume of that that those deliveries really poses some big problems for uh, multi-unit residential buildings and um you know to date these spaces use really antiquated um solutions like whether it's be lockers or just you know, what we call dumb rooms where you stick packages in the back room and then go have to find them down the road. Um, and so that has just been heightened by the, by COVID and um, our solution essentially takes that, um, you know, it takes that, that issue of where number one, where do you find the packages because our, our computer vision and laser guidance, as you said, will, Will help not only you know watch those packages, but then guide the residents to those packages when they come to pick them up. But it's also a very very good use of space. Where, for example, lockers, where you know most multi-unit buildings had been purchasing lockers to date, uh, it's a really difficult play for not just scalability but also use of space. Where you know about thirty percent of the the lockers taken up by metal anyway, and then you've got uh, this this inaccuracy of of one locker door to one package, they never fit, you know, perfectly. And so you, you lose a tremendous amount of, of working volume uh, in that in that use case as well. So, um, the, you know, the, the smart package room was really a tremendous uh, success as we rolled it out about, you know, a little over a year ago because it really showed it's, you know, it's efficient. It's, it's a better use of your space. It's it, the, the customers love it. It can take your staff out of the, the package management business. And um, in general, you know, studies are showing that staff, if they're dealing with packages for residents, waste about eight minutes per package just dealing, whether it's receiving the package, you know, inputting it, putting it away, dealing with the resident, finding the package, delivering it. it it's, it's quite a, quite a timely uh, time, time drain on staff. And so this really just streamlines the whole process. And um, it, when we... When we launched it, um, and I think this was a, a good, you know, a good approach. We we initially focused on technology because we knew we needed the best technology to make this this solution robust. Um, and then when we launched it, we really focused on 
ROI as opposed to say contactless, right? Because that's how we could justify it to these buildings. But in the age of COVID, you know, some of the other benefits are obviously that, that you know, if you, if you take the people out of the, the mix, you've got less, uh, less chance of, of um, uh, you know, somebody getting sick and certainly uh, a contactless solution is, is, you know, obviously well received in today's day and age. Yeah, no, absolutely. We've been doing a lot more of our own investigative research um, on our end and really understanding the different uh, comfort levels, expectations as as world has shifted so much. And it's interesting. Um, I don't know how much you're, stu- you're studying behaviors, but I'm, I'm sure you get insights from your computer vision, how men and women kind of expect these experiences. Um, have you have you seen any differences in there? Like, is it uh, not just gender, but also just like regionally throughout the U.S.? Well, we haven't seen we haven't analyzed the gender basis. It's actually an interesting um, concept. I wonder if we go back in and, and mine some of the metrics that we have, um, what we would we'd see. Um, but I think, it, you know, there has been commonality throughout. I mean, every location that we have, whether it's in Colorado, New York, you know, Massachusetts, wherever, um, you know, we've just seen a steady influx of, of new packages being delivered and, and new e-commerce sales sort of exploding. And that has been a pretty universal pattern. It hasn't been uh, regionalized in any way. Um, we see a lot more in um, multi-unit buildings in urban areas. That's one one thing we have noticed. And uh, that's part of the problem, right? Um, there's just less space. Uh, and, and especially in some of these buildings in, say, you know, Manhattan near where you are, um, many have said, I, you know, I don't have space for a locker. I've got a room, but I don't have space for a locker. And so that's what they, they would prefer to turn to as all of these packages in these cities just keep building up. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially as we, we're, we're taping this as we approach holidays. It is crazy downstairs mm. in my lobby yeah. <laughs> already bet, starting bet, this week. I bet it is. You need one of our rooms. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, how are you, how are do you, how do you help your clients on the commercial side, right? How do you help them think differently about the package journey? I recently like wrote a piece and, you know, when we design stores, for example, we, we always think of the customer journey, but in today's day and age, you can't think of the customer journey without thinking of the package journey. Um, so how do you help your clients think differently about that to help, you know, optimize, um, and, and improve the, the in-store environment? Yeah. So, you know, retail staff is not there to fulfill orders. It, you know, it's just such a waste of staff time when you've got people with some expertise, whether it's in, you know, cosmetic or, or fashion or what, what have you. And um, to date, because of the, <clears throat> the sales of, of, you know, byline pickup at store or curbside, the staff has been designated to deal with all these um, these packages, the fulfillment, and it's just a, a really bad disconnect. Um, it's not serving the store well. It's not serving the customer well. So, what we do is is focus on how do we take staff out of that package fulfillment game and fo- refocus them on the customer. So, um, that is where sort of the magic of the AI based computer vision, you know, the laser guidance, all that uh, comes into play because it's a very simple staging process and it's an incredibly quick um, pickup process. And so what we've noticed is that not only can you free up your staff to then focus on the customer <clears throat> to help buy, you know, them make their purchases, but um, you give it the customer a much better experience in their pickup journey 
um, to that store. And a lot of times that's paid forward. How do you help your clients, I guess, think through, like, are you, you're helping them see areas of opportunity to optimize, to save time, to improve efficiencies? Um, are there other learnings that you can share, um, other insights that you gained, surprises in 2020? Yeah, I mean, I think c- contactless became huge. Um, you know, again, we focused on ROI when we built these uh, solutions, but um, the contactless uh, transaction became very, very important. And I think that's here to stay. I don't think that's as like, when, you know, we, we're all encouraged by the vaccines that are coming. But, um, you know, I think people in general are, are going to want a contactless experience when they come in and pick up their packages. And so um, one of the inherent benefits of our solution is that it is contactless. You, you can walk up to a, a kiosk and shine a QR code without touching the kiosk even. Um, the laser light will point to your package. You take your package, you leave the store. You don't have to touch a shelf. You don't have to touch a, a, a locker. Uh, and you certainly don't have to even deal with staff. And so that, um, that value proposition has really resonated with our audience. And, uh, I think it's positioned us as a, as, as a, a big differentiator between what's, what's out there today, which would be like a locker or something else, um, versus, you know, leaning on technology to do that, um, you know, enable that functionality for the retailers. Mm-hmm. So are there any case studies um, from this year that you could share? You know, uh, maybe somebody who had integrated this into into their environment and what the outcomes were? We started working with Tractor Supply earlier um, in 2019 and earlier this year. And we set up some pilots in uh, Tennessee, Massachusetts, New York, uh, New Hampshire, and um, we had a system, our pickup system installed. And the, and the interesting part about that installation was that we always assumed that, that retailers were going to put these these pickup solutions in the back of the store, so people would have to go through kind of like a, you know kind of kind of like a casino. You want to walk through the store, and oh, I forgot that I needed that right, and um, on your journey to pick up your package, but Tractor went out of their way to make this incredibly convenient for their customers, and they put it right at the front of the store, right by the front doors. And we initially thought they were crazy because we, you know, we thought there was a lost um, leader or opportunity to get some cross sales. But what happened was um, their customers so appreciated the fact that this was front and center that they ended up making more purchases than we had expected. About a third of them actually came in and, and, and made additional purchases even when they were just coming in to pick up a package. And um, the success, I think a lot of this became driven because of the success, um, because it is the fastest staging solution in the world. It, it's you know less than 16 seconds per package. Um, the pickup is the fastest pickup solution in the world at 15 seconds per transaction. And... Um, even the net promoter score we got at, uh, at Tractor Supply with the Tractor Supply customers amazed me, and that was uh, over 90%. So, uh, or over 90, the net promoter score. So it was a real surprise to us. Um, and then obviously with, with the contactless option, people really, really appreciated it. So it, it was a very successful pilot. Uh, we're looking at ways to expand that because this is, this is not just a, um, a you know, buy online pickup and store solution. This can stage for all of your e-commerce, whether it's uh, shipping from store or buy line, you know, picking up at curbside so you can stage for staff. Um, really anything you need to do with your e-commerce fulfillment, you can just you can just stage at this iPickup center. And I think that is a, um, a very powerful 
um, proposition for these retailers because, again, they're, they're trying to get out of that game. They don't. It's not what they're set up for. They don't want to repurpose their stores as distri distribution facilities unless it can be incredibly intuitive and efficient. And that's what we sort of bring to the table. That's great. Well, you, you definitely think beyond just the vision of, of your company with the efforts you've put together in creating this partner ecosystem that we alluded to in the beginning um, of our conversation. From your lens, where, where do you see the possibilities going for, for, for flexible fulfillment and for computer vision and um, in the years to come? Well, I think, you know, we looked at this as um, we started this, this journey with uh, multi and residential buildings for a couple reasons. Number one, we could we could get in there and actually get get some installations and really, um, you know, stress test this solution in very difficult environments. People might think that's crazy, but unlike say Amazon Go, which is a very static, very you know controlled environment in the back package room, and like Melissa, I bet in your building, it's kind of chaotic. And that's what we wanted to use because um, we wanted to be stress tested. We wanted to have this, um, you know, in situations where you're not going to go, you have a homogeneous um, interaction. It's going to be very different every single time. And we wanted our system to be flexible enough, intuitive, intuitive enough, and secure enough to be able to handle that. And so we started with Smart Package Room. We learned a ton. And then when we rolled it to um, retail, as we saw with our, our first pilot with, with Tractor Supply, the, the success and the learnings that we had with the Smart Package Room and multi-unit buildings really just applied incredibly well to that space. But going forward, um, realistically, when you think of anything that or any location that is getting packages, deliveries, um, it could be uh, it could benefit from this solution. So you think of a law office, an accounting firm, a university, anything that um, is has a patch, package problem, well, this is a way of just leveraging advanced technology to make your life easier, to improve your fulfillment process, um, and to improve and improve the uh, the experience for either your residents or your customers. So we see this as, you know, multi buildings was a start. Retail is uh, a continuation of that, and then it's off to everything from, you know, like I said, universities to uh, to law firms to to accounting firms, any any stores that uh, that receive a lot of packages, or any any business enterprise that receive a lot of packages, and even beyond that. Um, because we have uh, a digital twin of everything that the system is, is watching, um, you can imagine inventory in back rooms now um, completely transforming themselves because you can see exactly what you have in your inventory. You don't need to go back and even look. You can go on a computer and see everything in your back room without having to go and barcode scan everything or, or uh, have, have somebody go back in and, and recount, for example, packages. It's just done automatically. And so it really, this, this new AI computer vision is, is applicable to just so many different applications that, that, is that are focused on, you know, fulfilling packages and orders. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the possibility of a con computer vision as a whole, right? Even beyond, I guess, what you're doing today, wh where do you think the possibilities go? And again, I'm, I'm intrigued too, because where you're sitting here having, um, creating this partner ecosystem, I'm, I'm imagining there's so many conversations happening across, you know, hardware, software, solution providers and vendors and, and you guys. Where, 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 where do we go with computer vision and with AI? That's kind of a big question, but. 
Well, I'll, t I'll tell you about a system we have in Cambridge, Massachusetts, that I think is, is uh, sort of indicative of some of the possibilities. Um, there is a, I would just call it the WeWork of, of biotech companies in Cambridge that have um, multiple biotech companies sharing facilities so that they can leverage things like equipment, et cetera. And um, we have created and are launching later this, uh, well, I think you won maybe of, of this year. Um, we've got the bones of it in place, but this is an AI-based inventory management solution where um, our system will not only watch the the inventory that's in your on your shelving for example um, but it will recognize it so and it, it's a very unique machine learning approach that um, especially with azure we worked with uh, the team from microsoft to, to do this off the edge um, we have it we have an immense limitless database of images that we can we can leverage and then apply as we're trying to recognize items so for example um, Melissa Gonzalez has a microscope that she borrowed and she brought it back to the to the, the eye pickup center and you put it on a shelf. Our system can not only recognize, oh, that's Melissa's microscope, that system can recognize you. And so you don't even need to register. It is a completely UI-less inventory management system where it not only keeps track of your stuff, but it, re it keeps track of who is using that stuff at any any given time. And so you can imagine for any inventory situation where you're just trying to keep track of things, um, it's a it's really a game changer. And so that that's part of where we're headed as a company to, you know, transform uh, not just logistics and fulfillment, but really any any kind of a, a, an environment where you're trying to keep track of your stuff. And I think it's an exciting, brave new world uh, that will be enabled because of the computer vision technologies like the kind we're, we're building ourselves. No, it's interesting you say that. A friend of mine works at a law firm and, you know, we're all work from home, but some, some of the staff goes to the office and she said, look, I, I, um, I see that they're making the copies I need and those copies are traveling to the office to the mailroom and they're making their way to me. And she was so intrigued that she was able to track that. Is it, is, is something like that just, um, limited to the environment or once it leaves the office, is it still tracked? Like how, how does that work? Yeah, we have um, we have plans to apply the computer vision to things like uh, you know P one thousand trucks. Those are the standard trucks that you'd find in like uh, FedEx or or UPS. Um, we've done these demos before; they're pretty fun. Um, one of the one of the guys on my board of directors is the uh, retired CEO at FedEx, so of course he got me a truck. <laughs> so uh, we did we did some demos that that really it, it's fascinating. I mean, we can track not just what's in the truck, but we can track drivers as they get off the truck for last meter delivery with our unique radio tracking platform. So we, we truly have the, the only platform that can actually track a package or a product or person from uh, you know production all the way from production to final meter de delivery location uh, through the technologies we've created. So it's a, that's a really exciting, I mean, it's kind of like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Well. We're focused right now on smart package room with multi-unit residential buildings and an eye pickup for BOPIS, BOPAC, ship from store retail. But clearly these technologies can be leveraged through it. Uh, you know, a ridiculous amount of fulfillment um, scenarios, whether it's it's retail, residential, enterprise, um, you know, backroom inventory, uh, and even in the courier, in the courier journey. And where we are deeply engaged with, well, I can't tell you who, but with one of the couriers today, um, 
and we have plans for you know various applications to to leverage this technology in um, in certain key areas of their fulfillment process too. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's so interesting the possibilities of it um, when you talk about fulfillment holistically and. Um, it kind of it takes it, it adds efficiencies. It takes the transactional portion away. It ideally um, unlocks the ability for whether you're you know in a residential building and it's and it's the the staff there or in a store for them to now focus their attention on something a little bit um, more value add and high touch as as you create more efficiencies um, for, for fulfillment. And I think that you know from a customer standpoint. Opus, Boris, all you know, whatever you, whatever acronyms you want to give, um, we're just going to want it to be more fluid than ever, um, yeah. and that's going to help create customer loyalty, right? Because the brands that make that as seamless as possible are going to be those that people turn to 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 um, transact. Yeah, we didn't we didn't expect the reception, frankly, at um, the tractor supply pilots that we got from the customers. That was, to me, the biggest surprise. I mean, we knew we were fast, we knew we were efficient, but um, the the level of appreciative um, reaction that we got from the customers was just incredible because they they felt like, oh, tractors tractors working to actually help my journey, my this transaction be as as seamless, efficient, fast as possible. And they really do appreciate that. I mean, we saw that not just with the net promoter score, but we saw that with their um, their their ability to go back in and do um, uh, additional sales as they came to the store. Even though this system was right at the front of the store, they still went back in. And uh, that was a real surprise to me. And I think it does also set a foundation for our plans for helping retailers uh, enable much, much better cross-sell functionality with this system. So Melissa Gonzalez, I know you have a dog mm-hmm. you go into a tractor supply and you say, all right, well, I've, I've got this big, you know, this analogy I always use. I don't know why, but for the example, you know, you go in and you get your pet food and they say, Melissa, do you know your dog, your dog's favorite treats in the aisle four are also are on sale this week for blah, if you want to go and grab those, or you can stage items knowing ahead of time that you're coming in to pick up the 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 dog food and you can put these things around the dog food to let, to help you make another purchase when you're in there again it's 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 perceived by the customer as a as a big benefit and an assist um not a, not an intrusion and so it's i think there's a huge opportunity for retailers to boost their sales not just from the uh, the you know improved ability to fulfill on that buy online pick up and store experience but also um, beyond that as they come in and they, they pick up their, their items at the store. No, I think that's great. I think there's so many questions, right, that people have had as, a, as they dedicate footprint to Vopus or, you know, will, will those customers convert? Will they just come in and pick up the package or will they buy other products? And I think it's something you just can't take as a given or not. You have to, you know, take the right initiatives to kind of make it happen. So the example you described is perfect because you're, you're thinking of the customer contextualizing it and you're, you're providing an, uh, a level of value add to them and thus they convert to buy additional products. Yeah. I mean, we saw that, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Rakuten did a study a while back and they, they showed that if you're slow on fulfilling bulbous orders, it's a death sentence for that store. So if, if it's like 10 minutes or more, you're like, uh, 16% likely to ever use that store again for Bopus or five minutes or more, it's 36%. And what everybody is is aspiring to get to is a two-minute 
you know, holy grail, and they think that it's about a 68% likelihood that you'll come back and uh, use that service again, um, if you can get to those levels. Well, at Tractor, we were 15 seconds, and we saw the impact because we saw that not only people loved it, as you could see with the Net Promoter Score, but also the additional sales that were made after that transaction were just well beyond what we had expected. So, uh, you know, I think, you know, the more these stores do for their customers and show that they're, they're, they're putting in the effort to improve their journey and their experience, uh, I think they're going to be reimbursed with additional sales and loyal shoppers. No, absolutely. Absolutely. But this is a fascinating conversation. I feel like we are just scratching the surface of where this will go. Um, but what's exciting, I think, and, you know, a silver lining to today's time is, is just how much it's opened consumers' mind to try different things in different ways. And it's really unlocking the possibilities of how we really just continue to make experiences better. Well, thanks for being with us. Before I let you go, the question I've asked everybody in 2020, since travel isn't what it once was, but it will be again. You're in New Hampshire, you said? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So when we go there, myself and the audience, the next time we go, what are the three must visit or do things in New Hampshire? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you've got to go to the coast. So I would say go to maybe Portsmouth uh, is a nice little city on the coast that you can get you know, tons of restaurants and uh, a nice vibe. It's growing, but it's really, it's still got that small town feel. You can walk it very easily. So I would say Portsmouth, New Hampshire is great. Uh, you got to see the White Mountains and go out and go for a cruise, especially if you're coming in the, in the fall. And then, you know, we still have great lakes, whether it's Winnipesaukee or Sunapee. Um, I'd say get outside. You know, this is a state that is that is really pretty. So if you can come here and take advantage of those three things, you'll be hitting the trifecta. All right. That's on my list. My list is growing, <laughs> but I like it. Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> and sure. outdoors, I mean, it is such a, you know, a valued thing these days. Um, so I'm yes, happy sir. to add to my outdoor list. Well, everybody, <laughs> everybody, uh, again, this was Ned Hill, the founder and CEO of Position Imaging. Ned, thanks so much for being with us today and sharing your insights. My pleasure. It's good to be with you. Thank you.